Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Why it matters. Money FM 89.3. Good Friday afternoon to you. It is the evening runway. I'm Elliot Danker. It's time now for Why It Matters. Today we're talking about the evolution of the digital age and how it's brought us more than new apps and exciting trends. We now live in a world where, just like with material items in your physical home, you have likely accumulated many online assets attached to your digital legacy. Now, despite the fact that so much of what we do hinges on online platforms, we're not really thinking about protecting our digital assets. So what exactly are digital assets and why is it so important to have measures in place to protect them? What digital legacy would you leave behind and who's going to take care of it when you're gone? Let's find out more uh, this afternoon from uh, my guest, Nicholas Worley, who is the CEO and founder of In a Life. Nicholas, good afternoon. How are you? Very well. Thanks for having me, Elliot. I suppose let's start off by trying to understand what exactly is a digital legacy? It's one of those interesting questions, you know, obviously we get that a lot, but from the perspective of everyone can understand, it's one of those things we've all looked at through time, you know, historically, you know, wanting to preserve our legacy, but in the digital age, it's everything from photos, videos, uh, your bank accounts, even, you know, insurance now and other things like blockchain coming into what we share online. Most people tend to just post photos to Facebook and leave it. But when you suddenly think about it, you know, what happens to those photos over time? Who owns those photos and everything about yourself, you know, 20 years later, 30 years later? And that's something we're trying to get people to think about in terms of, you know, what will people know about you in the future? Mm, that's interesting. And I suppose this is where InnoLife comes into play because it is a global digital legacy platform. How does it work? So basically, we created InnoLife more for the focus on memories and connecting families. Family members can create a profile on the app and basically start adding memories and things that they want to own, such as holiday memories, you know, stories of their children and life. They can connect with family members, so it's an interactive family tree. You can connect with your partner, for example, or create sub-accounts for family members who've passed away, or even for children who are too young to have accounts. But you can basically start to add memories for them, so when they're older, they can have those at their disposal and, and fun memories You can also do time-delayed messages. So you can record your message as an example for your child to receive on their, you know, 50th birthday or whatever, taken now. But more importantly, it's one of those things that, you know, from the education perspective, trying to talk to people about, you know, who owns those memories. So within Mm -hmm. life, the user owns all the memories. We're just a platform. Mm -hmm. You know, other social media sites, as an example, they're free because they share most of your data with third parties and advertisers. Yeah. Yeah. And when we spoke with family members and parents, one of the biggest drawbacks that they said they didn't, they wanted to ensure was that their memories and personal stories were safe and preserved and owned by them. I have a sense that there's a personal story here somewhere. Was there a personal journey that led <laughs> you to, to start this? Very much so. Um, it was actually ni- 1999, showing my age there. But oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, my, my, my grandfather passed away okay. and I had a, a very vivid dream where I saw him as a young man. But I realized I didn't know anything about him. And there are sites and other ways where you can find out about your ancestors, Mm. but they never really had the opportunity to tell the story of their lives that they wanted to. And I sort of, at that point, I was quite young, but I wanted to to create something where I could be remembered, my parents and family could be remembered. And eventually, you know, through the years, I've lost friends, Mm. I've lost family members, I've now had children. 
And I really wanted to create a way where, you know, those stories that get lost over time, you're at a family dinner and you might speak to your, you know, your parents or your aunt, you suddenly hear something and think that's incredible. But then, you know, what's going to happen when those people are gone? And so, you know, trying to make a way that everyone in one way or another can be remembered, at least by their family and loved ones, was something that was very important to me. And hopefully, you know, when my children get older, they'll be able to see, you know, stories of myself. So I wasn't just an old, you know, dad, Mm. but also, you know, I was there for certain occasions and and they can learn about me. Their children can learn about me and so on through time. Mm. Uh, So that's the hope and the goal we've been working towards. Oh, what's freaky there, Nicholas, is uh, I believe I had that same uh, dream about my own grandfather. And and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. It really does Mm. make you think, you know, what what was their life like when they were younger? I'm just looking at some of the packages available. You've got the basic one, personal family one, and generational. Uh, I'm assuming the family plan is uh, something that's uh, most popular because you can create like sub-accounts as well. Well, interestingly, you can create sub-accounts with all of the packages, okay. including the free sign-up option. But you can basically, once you sign up for a paid plan, you can then create as many sub-accounts as you want. So for myself, I've created sub-accounts to my three children, my grandparents, my great-grandparents on both sides. And again, it's, it's one of those things where lots of people might have old photos, audio files of loved ones on, the, on WhatsApp, you know, left by their you know, grandparents, whatever. And so we wanted to create a way where you can actually store different versions. So, you know, audio files, photos, videos, because if those things get lost, yeah. you know, if you lose your phone, if, if, you, if there's a flood in the house or whatever, you know, what happens to all those hard copies and, and stories okay. effectively? Because they're, they're irreplaceable. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a secure form of cloud storage. Am I simplifying that too much? A, a little simplistic, but that's kind of the basic version of it. I, I, and again, we're, okay. you know, one of the versions we're going to be working on moving forward is also going to be able to allow users to download ah. their copies to their computers as well. Because we also, we really want to show users that this is their data, this is mm. their memory. We're just helping them store it. Mm. So again, it's, it's more of a, you know, as, as a startup, we're trying to create different ways and get user feedback to ensure that they feel that trust mm-hmm. and also feel secure in, in the options and, and versions that they're using. I, f- I find it quite fascinating, to be honest. I do wonder, though, I mean, we, we talked about ownership, right? And since there are sub-accounts, this ownership come into question? Say, for example, if I'm the one that starts up uh, an account and I uh, enable sub-accounts and something happens to me and I pass on, um, would there be a debate on, on the ownership of uh, the entire account? So what we do with the site, and that's a really good question, but we basically, under your user profile, you can assign a someone to take over your account in, 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 in case something happens to you. Oh. So you can, you can assign a family member, a partner to take over your account. So if something does happen to you, hopefully not, that person can then take over that account. At the same time, you can also assign secondary managers to, to manage accounts. So yeah. for example, you know, my, under my sub-accounts to my children, I've made my wife a, a, a secondary manager, so she also has ownership of those. Right. But ultimately, when the children get older, you know, we can then transfer access and ownership of those accounts to them. So, you know, we're really trying to make this as easy as possible for families, because mm. if something does happen to a family member, you know, other sites, we, I've, I've researched and seen personal stories where, you know, some sites make it very difficult to even get access to those sites. Yeah. And, you know, we, we want to make sure this is kind of a you know, thing for generations to be able to look through. 
Nicholas, just looking ahead five, ten years or even further, where do you see such digital digital legacies going? And what I mean by that is, is there a possibility that there would be some form of uh, execute, executor rights when it comes to wills and whatnot? You know, uh, people leaving messages, as you mentioned, uh, audio notes uh, within in a life. Do, do you see those worlds sort of blending together? I definitely do see them blending together and we're already seeing that, you know, there are some digital legacy sites who focus solely on estate planning, Mm. lawyers, insurance, you know, and because as, as new generations get older, you know, they're much more tech savvy. And so they have different priorities as they get older in terms of what's going to happen to their digital accounts and their profiles. And so, you know, we're definitely looking at incorporating things such as, you know, tokenization, you know, partnerships with lawyers and things like that. But, you know, it's definitely something that is going to be the future moving forward, we we anticipate. How how complicated or challenging is it to look at this landscape from uh, the constant um, issues of data privacy, security risks, uh, regulatory challenges, because that framework is constantly evolving. How Mm. hard is it to keep up? (laughs) It's one of those very tough, very good question. It's a very tough, it is tough to keep up, but it is very important. Obviously, from a global perspective, you know, each region, each country, each market has specific regulations. And so, you know, making sure that, you know, you stay on top of that is very important. But, you know, at the same time, keeping up with technology is another issue, which is something that we're going to, we have to focus on. Yeah. You know, as new technologies emerge, how do we keep up with that? User issues, how do we make sure that as a profile or as, you know, a platform, we're making it as comfortable for users to use, you know, moving forward. So there's a lot of challenges, but at the same time opportunities. Um, because, as I said, you know, as more technologically savvy and, you know, users come up through the fold, they're going to have different ideas of what they want. Yeah. And so incorporating those things is going to be key. Uh, also, you know, from our perspective, having a desktop version for older generations yeah. who might, might not like apps is something <laughs> we've done. And, and again, like my, my parents, they're not fans of you know apps, but, you know, that's something we thought of. And so, again, we're, we're trying to incorporate different generations into this to make it inclusive. You wonder if, you know, this could possibly play a role in, in and I'm sure you've seen, building digital family trees as well, because uh, that's quite an in thing these days. Yeah, I mean, the, the family, we actually do have a family tree function on the, on the app and platform. Mm. So once you connect with a family member, you're connected, similar, you know, and you can see how you're connected with them. Yeah. And then you can view each other's information, memories, one of the other aspects we actually just launched so you can actually view is it's an optional family health oh. uh, setting. So, you know, one of the things that we thought was important around Breast Cancer Awareness Month last month and now mm. Remember Men's Health Month was, you know, when you go to the doctor and they say, do you have a history of this in your family? Most of the time you don't know or you might not know your blood type. So with this new addition to the user bios, you can actually say, okay, uh, there's a history of prostate cancer in my family. There's a history uh, which my grandfather passed away from, sleep apnea. It, it could be a, a number of things, mm. but you can add that, you know, as an option to your profile. And then your children, grandchildren, relatives will be able to learn that and be aware of what to keep an eye out for as they get older. Mm-hmm. But it's also a bit of a mindset shift, right? That openness to be willing to share and move mm. away from the traditional setting of, okay, what happens in the family stays within the family. Now it's exposing it to a bit of a wider family? Yeah, I mean, it's essentially only people you're connected to. Yeah. 
Yeah. But, you know, shifting that mindset is also important because, you know, I, my children's family tree will look very different to mine. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, that direct line moving down, you know, making sure that my children, their grandchildren, you know, and through de- descendants will be able to say, actually, OK, my great, 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 great grandfather had prostate cancer. There's a risk of that. You know, or my, you know, my aunt had this. This is something that might run the family. I, I think families will see the benefit of that and actually say, you know, this is a gift from the past. Yeah. Or yeah. from our perspective, a gift to the future to help our, our loved ones, you know from beyond yeah and we have uh, that digital legacy to thank for that just very quickly nicholas what else is in the pipelines for inner life any future plans well as i mentioned just the, the family health uh, option was just added okay. we've also added you know we're looking at other avenues as well but the main other thing is adding a deep dive question mm. uh, to profiles as well because again trying to dig deeper into people's memories and mm. share those fun stories of people before they're gone such yeah. as you know what was your favorite childhood memory what were your parents like so we've started to add those questions in there to prompt people to give them a fun way of sharing some interesting things even like what was what was the most amazing technological innovation in your time wow so the hope is that the hope is that in a, you know 100 200 years time yeah those stories will will resonate with our descendants and we'll be able to look back and be like, oh, wow, okay, the iPhone or the internet or whatever. <laughs> but it'll be quite fun to look back and, and see, uh, you know, both the differences in time, but also the yeah. similarities between your, your loved ones and ancestors. Well, really is fascinating. I've been speaking with Nicholas Worley, who is the CEO and founder of Inner Life. Nicholas, thank you for your time today. Take care and have a great weekend ahead. You too. Thanks, Elliot. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.